The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, Jesus continues to dispense wisdom in the Sermon on the Mount. He returns to the three pillars of Jewish piety. In this particular Gospel passage today, he highlights again almsgiving, which is so important, very important in the Old Testament because there was no welfare system that people could rely on. They needed to rely on each other. And so that's why Tobit, for example, in his book said that almsgiving covers over a multitude of sins. There's an expiation of one's sins because of one's generosity toward others. And if we recall on Wednesday when the gospel was declared, Jesus said, whoever gives alms do not sound the trumpet before you as hypocrites do, but rather do it in secret so that your right hand doesn't know what your left is doing. St. Paul in that Wednesday set of readings goes on to say how we should be generous. So bountifully, he says, and reap bountifully, not under compulsion or reluctantly, but with a cheerful heart. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough, you may share abundantly in every good work. And he goes on to say that God will provide the extra. So as we give, God gives us more so that we can give more. And then we will be enriched in every way. What's well, a beautiful exhortation that Jesus brings up again in today's Gospel, and he adds another dimension to it, and that is merit. He says, as you give of your abundance, you will in fact be storing up treasures in heaven. You can never outgive God in generosity. And he's referring certainly to material goods, but also spiritual goods like charisms that we all have. We're not to keep them close to our heart, but to share them with others. So both the corporal and spiritual works of mercy are important. Jesus goes on to tell the parable of the talents, where the manager gave to one of his servants five talents, another two, another one, and said, go and invest, make more. And the one with five did that and brought back five more, and was given great blessing by the owner and more wealth, in fact. The one who buried the treasure was thrown out. Jesus goes on then to, in today's gospel, give a mini-parable about the two ways. He frames it in the sense of two different eyes. One eye is like the lamp that brings light into the hole of one's soul. In this case, that person would be generous and trusting in God, and then opening his 
heart to receive from the Lord, who is the light himself. Such a person then radiates out to the community because of their purity. Whereas the person with the evil eye is a person who is selfish, trusting only in their own power, being envious of others, prideful, vain, and prejudiced. All of these things contribute to that clouding of the eyes, like the window pane that never gets clean. Dirt tends to accumulate so that even though the sun is shining, very little of the rays can get through. These are the two ways that are repeated throughout Scripture. And Jesus will go on in tomorrow's Gospel to say, no one can serve two masters. They will either love the one and hate the other, or serve one and not the other. But seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all these other things will be added unto you. In today's first reading, St. Paul again is chiding his community, his church at Corinth, because there are imposters who have infiltrated the community, and they're sowing false doctrine into the church, weeds among the wheat, and beyond that, they're bragging of their credentials. And so St. Paul, in a kind of ironic way, says, well, if they're going to boast, let me boast. And then he goes on to list the whole series of talents and sufferings that he has endured. He says, I'm a Hebrew, a descendant of Abraham, with far greater labors than those impostors, far more imprisonments and countless floggings, often near death, three times shipwrecked, in danger from rivers and bandits, my own people, Gentiles, false brethren, many sleepless nights, hungry, thirsty, often without food, cold and naked. But then at the end of that list, he chides himself and he says, I'm saying this to really emphasize one key truth. Who is weak, and I am not weak, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. That's the difference with St. Paul. He was humble. He knew his weakness. That's why he opened his heart to God and Holy Spirit was able to do great things for the whole church. And that's what we're called to do as well. Recognize our own limitations. Open our eyes and our hearts to the grace of God so that the light will come in. And we will not be stingy in those three pillars of piety. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and sharing of our charisms and our talents, and rejoicing with God that indeed we've chosen the better part. We've sought first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be ours now and in eternal life.